Hello, listeners. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome. This is Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we're Entrepreneurs. We are two gay idiots and best friends who are navigating, owning, and operating our own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Welcome back to the show. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Yeah, it's going. It is. It's, uh, we keep on trucking. Um, yeah, today we kind of wanted to kick off the the show by talking a little bit about habits. Um, kind of can be a touchy subject, uh, can be a little fraught, but can also be very positive. Um, you know, like I think this past year has been very disruptive to some habits, good and bad, that we may have held in the past, but gave us a lot of blank space to create new things. So um, what is your favorite habit that you have come up with? Mine was an accident. Um, in quarantine, I started walking a lot and I never really liked walking. I actively disliked walking because I would always ride my bike everywhere and I thought walking was dumb. I was like, it takes a long time. Why would you do it? I was like, sometimes it makes you more vulnerable, I guess, to people who are like sussing you out. I was just like, man, like when I lived in Chicago and there'd ever be like some riffraff, um, I would never feel sketched out because I was just like, I'm on a bike. I can just zoop, zoop, zoop and, and, and get on out. But I really enjoyed the quietness of walking. Um, I started doing like 10,000 steps a day, which is just like a metric that you hear a lot. And I really don't know why, but it comes out to around like four miles for me and it feels good. And I feel, I can feel it in my body when I miss it. Um, So in that walking, I've gotten really into birds, bird watching, wildlife, and also plants, smelling stuff, um, smelling different blooms, looking at different things. Sometimes you see things that are just kind of, you wouldn't expect it to be around, but like little altars, places that are just kind of hidden gems uh, in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I have started, um, restarted really, um, bullet journaling lately. Um, I've always been like a paper planner girl, but, uh, and I've had bullet journals and other types of planning tools, um, in various forms, but I started bullet journaling again and, uh, made a specific space for a habit tracker, um, which was really very special for me because I think the thing that has been enabled me to really keep it going um, and where in the past I've given up or not been able to sustain it is really taking the morality out of habits that you're not a good or a bad person because of a thing you did or didn't do repetitively tracking your habits really just like gives you data to work with Um, so I would say one of the ones that I'm most proud of building consistently is my skincare routine Um, I've always been pretty good at doing my skincare in the morning um, but terrible in the evening again not to moralize it but it's just like just that's just a fact like you know I love makeup and I would fall asleep in makeup almost every time I wore it because I get home too tired and just want to just go flop down onto the bed. Um, but consciously trying to like even, and you know what I would consider some nights even just taking off my makeup as part as just doing the routine. I didn't have to do all the serums or, 
or anything like that as long as my makeup was off that was enough to check that box off and so um yeah I've really kind of gotten into like the science of skincare or the pseudoscience depending on who you talk to um different like serums acids masks um I really love those hydrogel under eye things although I don't think they do anything but they feel very nice what does that do um sometimes they can help with depuffing I've never seen an eye gel or an eye mask that actually helps with like discoloration or dark under eyes but sometimes they can sometimes they just feel nice on your face like the like the patches can be very cooling um but and hydrating um if you have like dry skin uh but I don't think that they actually do anything they're just a nice act of self-care they feel good um and uh and sometimes i guess maybe if you have puffy eyes they might the call the coolness might help um but yeah i'm happy to say that i think i went a solid six weeks without falling asleep in my makeup once i really started tracking them so yeah proud of myself for that yeah that's a that's a big one it's something i don't think i ever do is take off my makeup but i don't wear makeup that much that's true but i also don't wear makeup as heavy as i do yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So l- time for our it's tarot time um if you're a new listener um i like to pull a tarot card for every episode because i think tarot is a very important tool for business um can help give you guidance uh can help confirm what you already know can give you permission to do things that you've been holding yourself back from um really just a fantastic way to shift perspectives or confirm one of my favorite things about tarot is like when you get these cards and you're like deep down you know but yeah. then you're just like but but and you just like make excuses for it and then it'll just and you just keep seeing them uh-huh you keep seeing them you don't make the changes so i think also with tarot if you do it or have a practice with it um yeah you gotta make those changes um there's something like if you practice magic and you're not ready to like make the shifts happen it's just kind of reckless yeah um yeah these are these are uh i find that all of my decks have different personalities um some of them can be a little sassier than others so we are pulling a card for the collective not just for anna and i but for our listeners um for uh, our supporters and this is here we are in the second week of july we pulled strength one of my favorite cards i even have it as a tattoo um strength is the card for leo which is coming up um in just probably next week by based on our publication our our, our calendar um i think this might actually be the third week of july oh. that we're pulling for okay. so i think this is leo season all right well we're, we're regardless leo season is approaching um imminent so this is a this is a great sign for you strength is just really a wonderful card it's all about um as much it's not about physical strength it is about inner strength it is about 
emotional and mental fortitude. It is about cultivating a sense of non-reactivity so that you can be the true master of your emotions. It's about knowing yourself well enough to be in control, to um, observe, to uh, keep the pa- keep your power in interactions by knowing yourself and not letting yourself become manipulated, um, and standing firm on in in that sense. Like uh, traditionally, it's depicted by um, a maiden. Um, mastering a lion. The version I have it of as a tattoo is a lion with a rose in its mouth, like it's a and with an infinity symbol on the on its forehead. It's a it's a beast that's like powerful enough uh, to destroy things, but knows how to also be gentle um, enough to carry something as delicate as a flower. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think. Um, Stay strong, friends. Strength always pops up for me when I need her. Mm-hmm. I feel like strength is one of those where I'm, I get it, and I I don't get super stoked about it. I'm just like, oh brother, yeah. like what's oh, gonna happen? What am I gonna need to be strong for next? Uh-huh. That's real. Yeah, That's you're just real. like, oh cool, yeah, love that. Yeah. Um, Great. But I liked what you were saying about b- being non-reactive because I feel like everything is so reactive in real time, and you need to know this is happening and you need to have an opinion formed and you need to yeah you need to jump into action in response to everything and this reminds you that you don't that um you can sit with things Mm -hmm. you can sit with things until you know how you feel Mm -hmm. you don't have to go with your gut reaction i think sometimes with like reactivity for me i need to take a few steps back and be like is this me or is this everybody else this is energy being put on me is this what i want you know or is this what other people want for me what i really actually believe Mm -hmm. um yeah that's real set the table we are serving the main dish All right, cool. Let's uh, dive right in today. The topic is um, how do you run a business while addicted to your phone? Running an online business while addicted to your phone. Yep, that is, it's a really hard topic. Um, uh, Where to start? Um, I feel like it's definitely an elephant in the room. Yeah. Nobody likes to talk about it. We all know that it's a problem. Sometimes I think about, like, dating and think about, like, or just, like, being in a, like, like a domestic relationship with somebody. It's just, like, you're just picking somebody that you're going to sit next to on your phone. (laughs) If they have good memes, I'm there. (laughs) Like, if they're going to show me their memes, I'm fine with that. Um, You know, like... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like since there have been screens, there have been people talking about our addiction to them. I think, you know, TV, video games, computers, I definitely had my laptop taken away from me as punishment in junior high because my parents thought that it was negatively impacting my grades because I was spending so much time on it, and it was the worst fucking, like, few months of my life. Um, I was, you know, power to them for sticking with it because I was probably a miserable child. Oh, I know. Or when you hear about people talk about, like, 
raising kids and like, I don't want to have an iPad, baby. It's like, they're tired. Yeah. That's all they want. That's the only thing that'll get them to shut up. Right? Who cares? I mean, for me, have you seen the video of like a baby interacting with a magazine for a first time and not knowing that like, where they try to swipe or they don't understand how touching it doesn't do anything, which like, you know, whatever. I'm not going to moralize anybody's parenting choices. I think we're all doing the best we can. Um, And yeah, the only people I'm going to judge are people who are judgmental. Um, But I think, yeah, like how... If you run an online business, is it possible to do it without a phone, without a smartphone? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is unless um, you want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so Anna Wintour, the uh, editor in chief, I think she still is. I, I mean, I don't like keep up on stuff like that. Yeah. I just I don't even know why I know this. I think. It's because I go on these tirades where I'm just yeah. like, smartphones are making our brains jelly. That's me at a party. So relatable. So fun. Yeah. Not drinking in the corner. Yeah. Um, and uh, she doesn't have a smartphone. And I think she just has a flip phone and has for years. Yeah. Because it's like, it's assistant work. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that you're doing, it's just like like managing emails and all these things that somebody else could do for her. And so I think that we're having this class of people. And I think maybe in in cases of like Anna Wintour, she's a boomer and other boomers of like just not being savvy, not caring. Yeah. Um, but I think as as millennials um, and as people that have had phones integrated in their life, I talk to so many business owners that hate being on their phone all the time social media in general um i ran a poll and it was like do you think we'll have social media in five years and like it was it wasn't it was kind of a loaded question because you know one answer was like it's just beginning and the other was god i hope not and the overwhelming majority around 80 percent was like god i hope not but and this was a poll conducted on social media Mm -hmm. um yeah i just feel like um you know like it it it, that's a that's privilege that's something that you can because she she doesn't have one assistant i'm sure she has Mm -hmm. a team of people Mm -hmm. that she pays i hope good money god i hope good money uh i don't know a lot of a lot of people are abused in journalism um to manage her digital life so that she doesn't have to and that's just not a thing that the i would say 99 percent of entrepreneurs can afford some people can maybe afford a social media manager Mm -hmm. but can you but are those people you can't tell me those people aren't aren't managing their own inboxes yeah and i think a lot of times like you'll have a social media manager do different things but they'll they'll be like oh but i want to do this or like i need to have like my touch on this and and we're just constantly pushed to have our touch on things um that we get so into it and and it's just like what moments belong to us and what 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 moments belong to I could make money from my business this way. I'm going to say something controversial that you're probably not going to agree with me on, but that is I'm addicted to my phone and I don't 
care. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing for me most of the time. It's not to say that I don't doom scroll or that I don't use my phone as like an emotional crutch or that it doesn't get in the way of probably focus and things that I want to do. It is probably a very real obstacle. And it is definitely something that, you know, when I'm in dark places, I rely too hard on. But it also brings me a lot of joy. Um, I have met so many amazing people on the internet. I went to India because of a friend I met on Instagram through a common hashtag in like 2014. Um, I have met partners on Tinder. Um, I have, uh, I, I, my, one of my best love languages is uh, memes and TikToks. I love exchanging those with friends and loved ones. And I, yeah, my phone is a huge source of joy in my life. And the only times I really feel bad about my phone is when I get self-conscious because I'm getting all this messaging about how bad all the screen time is. And then I think that I have to cut down on my screen time and I feel like I have to control it. And then I feel bad about how out of, out of control it is. That's where I'm at right now. Will I be that way forever? Will I have that opinion forever? Maybe not. But right now trying to manage screen time is causing me more pain than not. So give me the dopamine, baby. Like, hit me with that. I'll live on Instagram stories. It's fine. Um, yeah. I'm pretty much the opposite, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, A, I don't think a lot of people would say that. Right. Um even if that is, like, their truth. And, like, I mean, even... There's so many people that are just living their happiest moments online. Um, I think about, like, the teenagers that have been, like, cooped up in quarantine. Living their life on TikTok. Yeah. Um, No, I... I have a, a quite different relationship with my phone. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have... I didn't get a smartphone until... I think 2016, so it's been five years now, and that was for work. I realized I tried to, I was hired as a social media manager, which is just hilarious yeah, because I, I yeah. I hate that. Yeah, I, I like graduated with like a communications degree and they're like, we need social media help for our startup. And I was like, sure, it was for plants. It was really chill. And um, so, I, I, I was like, okay, cool. I'll just like do it all on the computer. You couldn't post on Instagram on your computer. And I was like, what in the tarnation is this? Uh, okay, I guess I have to get a phone. So I got a phone um, and didn't have a plan on it. I uh, just had like Wi-Fi. a Wi-Fi phone. And I think I probably had that for about a year. And then maybe... 2017, I think I got a smartphone. Yeah. Actually. Well, yeah. And probably when we met. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. We met in fall of 2016. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want that. I had been living like a phone-free life for a really long time, even if it like, you know, there was parts where I was traveling, didn't have a phone, didn't want a phone. I just loved the mystery of like not knowing what I would encounter, being alone with my thoughts, not being connected to anything from the past. Mm. Um, And just like really being in the moment and just being like, I don't know, nobody knows me. I don't know anybody. I don't have anything tying me to anything. I could be whoever I wanted. Um, So I really like the freedom and the exploration there. 
And then also I would just have like periods where I could get by on a smart or like, you know, like not having a phone. But I will say it was very inconvenient for the people around me because I they would get my phone calls. And it was kind of like that Anna Wintour shit. Like I had other people fielding my calls so that you could have the. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you can reach me when you can, like whenever you want to. And like, I'm so glad I had that point of my life because it would be a lot harder right now literally as I'm in media new media specifically and like yeah I get a decent amount of revenue through specifically Instagram which doesn't doesn't make me feel super secure um I mean now at this point it's kind of like I have relationships with people but like man starting my business got lucky with some projects but maybe around like 50 to 60 percent of projects I was getting was through a hashtag which is just wild and it it did help me create I don't want to say a dream business but a really cool way to make money and live my life but I don't want that forever I think looking ahead I don't want to be, I don't want to have a smartphone. I don't want a, a social media business in five years that I need to maintain because are people going to, are we just going to do it? You know, like, because it just gets more and more corporate. Um, like I, I see Instagram all, already kind of like on its way out. And like on TikTok, I see people like I deleted my Instagram. I've, I've never felt happier. And that's what people were saying three or four years ago about Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the same kind of shifts. And um, I'm not super into it. I think I'm more of a put me in a hole by the beach and like whatever. I'll just read some books. Um, and write some letters, but that was a life I lived a while ago, and who knows what it's going to be like in five years from now. Yeah. Well, um, I would say maybe, okay, so we've established probably not possible to run an online business without a phone by yourself. What are some, like ways that you can that it can be managed like what for listeners like who might be struggling with this too like what are some tips and tricks that help kind of keep it balanced or keep it sane um like for me i know um uh depending on my job responsibilities or the nature of a position that i you know of a job that i've had or a business that i've owned um putting hours around the things that connect me to that job. Um, Like there are times where I've taken my email app off my phone. Um, Yeah. They found that Slack is actually like worse for morale. Oh yeah. Because Um, it's just, you're never off. Thank God I don't have to be in. I'm thinking about, oh God, I used to be on, I used to have Slack all the time. It was terrible. Um, I'm so glad I don't have a job that requires me to have Slack anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, just not, you know, making it. I, there have been jobs where I don't give my phone number to people that my coworkers can have it, and they know that it's to be used 
for emergencies only. And then I'll take my email off my phone. And because if it's after hours, you don't need to be emailing me about anything urgent. You can call me if it's an urgent or an emergency. And that's just a rule that you kind of have to set with people around you, um, which isn't always realistic if you're in business for yourself, but it can be um, if you're in an office environment where people at least kind of respect your boundaries, which I do know is a luxury. Um, I think, I don't know, you tend to go periods where you just like... You just tell people, hey, I'm I'm going dark for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoy to do that um, because I think sometimes my phone stresses me out. Well, and, you know, you're someone who actually uses a phone for its intended purpose, which is phone, phone calls. calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because texting back and forth. A, if you've ever texted me. It's rough. I apologize. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know how anybody reads half of what I say. There's like so many typos and periods and weird capitalizations that I don't mean to do, but I just, I can't be bothered. Um, I have these nails, you know, not like mm-hmm. autocorrect nightmare. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I enjoy phone calls because then I can talk to people. But I did this meditation the other day and it was just telling me to get off of my phone. Yeah over and over again that was the main thing and then I tried to do like an hour a day and then I got into like this deep dive new internet thing that cat got me checking my phone all the time but um yeah I have to be really strict with it I I don't think it's even very balanced because I'll just turn off my phone for a week or two or like like deleting apps has helped you sometimes like oh yeah I've like deleted tiktok um but like yeah because that was just like out of control mm-hmm. and it's just i'm not gonna like scroll instagram like that because it's just not it's interesting no. some instagram stories sometimes i'll get in an instagram stories like whole but then really what that shows me is that i need to pare down whose instagram stories i watch mm-hmm. and i always find a good social media culling to be very refreshing if you're sick of what's showing up on your social media feed god go and unfollow just a boatload of people mm-hmm. it's really nice most of them are not not paying attention yeah um i was i started this book called deep work that i really liked and it was talking about how pretty much a lot of these people get work done by like not even having a screen in the room like like um kanye west did his first album he just locked himself in a room for months and he came out with college dropout. Um, And so many people have similar stories like that where they've just like, no, I'm just, I didn't even have a computer. I needed to get something done. So I think there's a solution to that, but it's it's not balanced, you know? I mean, it's going to piss people off because they're going to want to have access to you. Access to you. No, I mean, anytime you're like, hey, I'm going dark, I'm like, fuck, who am I going to talk to? Mm -hmm. Who am I, uh, what am I going to do if I can't exchange? My screen time goes down because I'm not doing voice memos with you all the time. Yeah. Like, um, it's hard to feel like, to suddenly feel like someone that you have access to all the time, you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But it can be good for like reinforcing boundaries and I think that's good for healthy relationships well I'm feeling close to being like to taking a month off 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 everything and just like cross all my t's and kind of like see what I need to do to like get some of these projects going and get some feet and really like hone stuff in so I feel like that I don't know when the time is for that but that is on the horizon but um 
for less extreme things, I would put not even put my phone in another room, put my phone in the car. I I would have like street parking mm-hmm. or like if you don't have a car, put your put your phone at your friend's house yeah. and just be like, "Hey, let me know when like you're like, you know, I think if you need to get things done, you have to take drastic measures to get that back. And it's not great, but like <laughs> They're going to put you on some stimulant otherwise that, like... I mean, so I I remember there was one specific vacation I went on where I was coming off the heels of just, like, a really intense period of time at work. Um, A really... It was after... It was, like, after a a promotion that had put a lot of pressure on me. This is when I was working in, like, at... um, In theater, and which is just a an industry with no boundaries where I went on vacation and I told everyone, I was like, you will not be able to contact me. I went with my partner at the time and um, people knew his number in case they needed to contact in the case there was an emergency. But I literally every day when we left the hotel, left my phone in the hotel room Mm -hmm. because I did not want to, even if I took, I was at a point where my relationship to work was so unhealthy that even if I didn't have my email app installed, I would find a way to check my email just for that, like, hit, mm-hmm. just to feel in control. And I know that's not for everybody. I know that for some people, the anxiety of coming back after a vacation um, is worse. So they control it by period by having, like, an hour a day on vacation where they check their shit. Um But for me, I knew that I just had to cut myself. I needed that. I needed that. And that's not how I've done every vacation, but it's how I needed to do that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, There's something called dopamine deprivation that is interesting. And it's pretty much, you know, if you're trying to get a project done or get shit done, like take all the distractions out. Take literally, it sucks to say out loud, but take anything that you enjoy don't just spartan of you just just like don't like not like everything like obviously like exer very like exercise uh, like exercise and stuff like that but like no youtube videos it's kind of like what i did for the artist way with like no reading like no news no phone no phone calls so then you're getting dopamine from your work and then you have a lot more time to like get stuff done i hate that i really hate that idea i have to say like i i really oof just i don't want my work to be misery misery and i don't want it to be the source source of all my happiness it's not i think it's it's like you don't do like dopamine deprivation forever right you do it so you can get your focus back like it's not supposed to be nobody likes it but it's like something you do because you need to get shit done um and it's also like a very like i think you have a you have like an exit strategy on it like you don't do it forever um i haven't done one for more than like a few days but like i i enjoyed it i like i said i kind of like like the time you like extremes (laughs) yeah whereas i'm someone who like deprivation drives me uh, which drives me cuckoo like literally like in many things having a deprivation mindset will t- t- throw me off the deep end yeah. so I think it's knowing yourself too mm-hmm. are you someone who's a who's a more of like someone who can enjoy things in moderation or are you someone who like who has to exist in extremes yeah, and I don't absolutely. think I don't think yeah. that's either is 
better or worse than the other. I think it's about knowing yourself and knowing how you can respond to stimuli. Um, well, back to like those extremes, I used like I have oh. been sugar free. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's uh, Gretchen Rubin um, who has written many books and has, I think, the Happiness Project podcast has something that she calls basically that whole concept. I probably just stole it from her. Mo- are you a moderator or an abstainer? And that's like, that can help you create habits. Like, are you a person that can have um, sweets in the house and just pick at them? Or are you someone where if there's sweets in the house, you devour the whole container. So you just need to not have sweets in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to use like a dieting example, but I think we all know what it's like to feel out of control around something. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I'm definitely an abstainer. I know this about myself and I think that's why I keep like... (laughs) Uh, I'm very intentional about, like, who I surround myself with because I, like, yeah, I have to abstain for that because sometimes I can get, like, I'll throw myself in. I'm I'm like, put me in, boss. Whereas in the past, like, when I've tried, when I've thought maybe I was an abstainer because I was behaving in extremes, um, I've found that actually makes it worse for me. Um, uh, so that, uh, I feel like I'm much more like, like, I like having things in my home that I have access to. Um, I feel, I find that once I stop making rules around things, I'm much more likely to interact with them in a healthy way. Well, it's like what you were saying is like, you can track things. Yeah. Um, and not applying moral value to mm-hmm. the habits you do mm-hmm. or have. Yeah, I I like a good habit track also, but some things I just know. Yeah. I just know I can't, and I know I also haven't. You know what I mean? I, I like have enough examples in my life to be like, okay, well, this has worked, so this is like how yeah. it goes. And again, I don't know if it's going to be like that forever. I don't know if I'm going to be so militant. In like, yeah, maybe if all of social media implodes, you'll enjoy your phone just fine. It's just honestly me wanting to do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Oh, yes. You're very contrarian of you. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's, like, an an important, like, being able to distinguish that as your person, because I never really thought about it. Um, Yeah. Are are you, like, an abstainer? Yeah, because it's great for me. Yeah. Get you done. You would really like some of Gretchen Rubin's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, she has a book called The Happiness Project, too, that also might be a, a thing. Good bro book? Might be a good bro book, yeah. More, more like a good girl boss book. <laughs> GB. Did you know that that was like one person? Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't. Was it the nasty gal girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Who like I've had actually, a TV show and yeah, stuff? I think so. Um, she does not own that business anymore. I'm pretty sure that business is bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else to say on the subject? No, but the the next book I'm gonna talk about is like very. All right. Is it? T- it's time. It's time for bro. It's time for uh, bro book reviews. Bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week, so you don't have to. Hey, so this one is a classic. Um, Four Hour Work Week Ooh. by Tim Ferriss. Okay. So I was introduced. I've heard of this book a lot, but I've never read it. I was introduced to this book because he, this Tim Ferriss also did another book where he um, interviewed <laughs> billionaires and millionaires, and turns out they're all on drugs, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Lots of psychedelics. At least that's like what they're willing to admit to. I'm gonna mind my business. Not gonna impose what I think on people I don't know. Um, so, so four hour work week is basically this idea that you offload pretty much all of your work to people in India. Um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, so you don't have to... So you can only work four hours a week. Um, so that's maybe, like, a darker part. Um, but he... Capitalism, baby. But he's really into, like, geo-arbitrage and, like, moving to Thailand to make the American dollar but live, like, in a Thailand apartment yeah Yeah. stuff like that um he was really into drop shipping and making businesses that quote run themselves so now he has like a podcast but the thing that i really like about tim ferris is his abstaining rules he because he yes you're having a lot of other people do your work but you know you mentioned earlier like well you would need to check your inbox correct but tim ferris says you only need to check it once a week and you put, you put like a note. I just I have hives. <laughs> <laughs> um, you put a note in your email inbox, and you and you say, um, "Hey, like I'm only answer emails on these days. Thank you for your email. I will get back to you on like Friday." So you have like a blocked time that you do that. And I actually I I started implementing something super similar. Um, not super similar, but like I was having client calls anytime that was convenient for them. I would like throw out a time and they'd be like, no. But then I start started like having two times a week where I would take client calls and that was great because then I could stack them back to back. You're kind of like in this flow because it's like, I don't want to be interrupting my day to take a client call, you know? Um, it's not worth it. If you want to work with me, like this is this is my schedule. So he is very about being intentional with your time so you don't have to work all the time. Um, And it's interesting. It's interesting. He's become like really huge in the podcast world. And I haven't listened to his podcast that much. I think it's a lot about like biohacking and drugs, like psychedelics, microdosing for innovation. But um, it's it's an interesting one that I think is very divisive, but I know some people that have kind of structured, have read that book and taken things and they do live a life that is not a yeah, full 40, like not yeah. even close to this a is full the prime 40 and they're just making of, uh, why this section of the podcast money, exists. So. You don't have to read about this man's exploit, exploitative workplace practices and you can just take the shit that's helpful. Um, cool. All right. That's another episode. Um, we would love it if you could um, rate and review us. Give us a nice little five-star review, and we'll give you a, a shout-out. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Also, we are Entreprequeers and on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find us at entreprequeers.com. If you would like to follow me, um, I am Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram. And um, my candle business is Candles Unincorporated on Instagram. Um, my name is 
Green Stripe video on Instagram if you want to give me a follow or check out some of my work on my website. If you're looking for some video branded content, give me a shout. Would love to work with people that are cool. Because isn't that all we want? I think that's a John Waters quote is success is defined by not working with assholes. Mm, Very good. Thank you, John. Filth elder. Mm. All right, everybody. Have a gay day. Ciao.